Welcome to Cold Call Hero. I'm Daniel Hill, a commercial account executive. I'll play real life calls where you'll have the opportunity to critique me and I'll critique myself. Here I'm prospecting, discovering, setting appointments, saying the wrong thing, the right thing, messing up and winning. So welcome to the journey of a Cold Call Hero. This first call is an update. You'll remember in episode nine, the story of the cold call that went really, really cold. And I reached out to him and tried to set another appointment and I got it. Hey, Dustin, this is Daniel with Pest Control. How are you? Hey, not too bad yourself. Hey, good. Uh, I, I came back. Uh, I don't know if you remember me coming, I guess, maybe four or five months ago, um, talking to you about our pest control services with Pest Control. Yeah, absolutely. So we ended up setting the meeting for Wednesday. That would be the 17th. Solidified it and got it on both of our calendars. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate it, and I'll see you Wednesday. All right. Sounds good. We'll see you then. The meeting went really well. I presented my proposal, and a lot of people don't ask for the sale. You have to ask for the sale. So I did. I said, these are the things that we can do for you, and when you sign, I'll call the office, and we'll get this put on the schedule today. But that's when asking good questions comes into play. I should have asked him something like, who makes the final decision? Or what channels do you have to go through to get this approved? Because he had to get it pushed through a financial controller at his main office. So he couldn't sign right then and there. But it was okay because I was able to answer some more questions for him. And I just asked him, point blank, when you send this off, what questions do you think they'll have? What objections do you think they'll have? And he just said, well, really, it's my decision. I just need to make sure it aligns with the budget. So he sent it off, and I wasn't about to be patient with this one. (laughs) What I ended up doing is doing a scheduled email. Gmail has this function to where you can type up an email, and you can set the send date to whenever you want it to be. So I went back to my office, typed up this email to send him, and set it to go 24 hours later. It was basically asking the controller's response. What did they say? Do we need to make any changes to make this happen? Let me know. And then I got a call. Hello? Hey, Daniel? Yes. Hey, this is Dustin here at the Hey, man, how's it going? Oh, not too bad. Just uh, returning the uh, call you had in the email. But I wanted yeah. to just kind of ask one more thing here. Sure, what you got? Say we get on board with you. That pretty well set because our pet mm-hmm. bill um it, it's a month i was just curious if we could get ahead uh uh anyway it's not far off what you're at i was right. a financial controller just wanted to see if you guys did any price matching if not um we'll figure something out uh i mean yeah i can i can do that he gave me what they currently pay and i'll go ahead and tell you it was about a 40 dollar a month difference but when you're dealing with a five digit account that's nothing and the second that he said that I knew instantly that I'd be able to match it, but I gave it a little hesitation. <laughs> if you decide, let's go ahead and sign up. It would be for August. Okay, that's or, when you're looking to get started. No, I'd like to get started as soon as possible. Okay. Because I have I have a bit of an issue right now, and I hadn't been able to fix it. I've had them try to it. Gotcha. I have a pest control problem behind the bar area we have. So I'm not gonna play all this, but he tells me about a problem he's having. And I tell him that, well, that's kind of out of the scope of what I just offered you. And it's going to cost more, a lot more for your very first service. But I did give him an option. 
I said that we could go ahead and continue with what we have. It'll just take a lot longer to resolve. But if you want to get rid of this thing ASAP, it's going to cost a lot more to start up. Um, yeah, we've been dealing with this for a while now. And too long, huh? Um, so we can make that happen, but it's something that needs to be done sooner rather than later. Okay. Um, I want to come take a look at it first. I can, I yeah. can probably guarantee that price. I went ahead and confirmed that extra pricing that I gave him. Um, I want to come look at it one more time just in that bar area. Yeah, um, you got just it. Just to see what we're dealing with. And, uh, and we could get started this month if you wanted to. Yeah, um, sounds good. Uh, sooner the better for that treatment because I've had a, okay. I had a survey now uh, over the weekend about it. I guess all so, oh, that's no good. It's just it's turned into a bad bad deal. Yeah, well, let me. Uh, I don't, you don't necessarily have to be there, but can I run by this later this afternoon? Yeah, I'll be here. I'll be here probably until five. But um, okay. after that, that's fun. It'll it'll be before that. I'll, I'm a I'm a be able to fit it in. I'm not sure exactly when yet, but I'm gonna look at my calendar and make it over there. Yeah. Sounds yeah. great. All right, man. Well, I'll see you later. Thanks for the call. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. I ended up going over there, and he was there, so I met him. I did an inspection and then quoted him even more than that price because it was a pretty severe issue. So that first time price was a lot higher, but I was able to price match on his monthly. So I came out ahead, way ahead. And really, this is the largest cold call sale that I've ever closed. And I gotta be honest with you, one win like this makes up for every single loss that I've ever had cold calling. This sale makes it all worth it. Last episode, I gave some advice to get past the gatekeeper. I said you can send an email, even to their general info account, with some of your information, and then at the end, tell them to expect your call. And then call and say that. Sorry. This is Chelsea. How can I help you? Hey, um, Alicia's expecting my call. This is Daniel. Daniel. Hill. Oh, with pest control. She's expecting your call? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Okay, so that didn't go quite as planned. Hey, Daniel? Yes. Um, can you email what you have to tell her? Um, I can try back later. Okay. Thanks. Now that is a gatekeeper. <laughs> that just goes to show you, though, that no method works 100% of the time. Now, this was an account that I actually got an appointment for. And when I showed up, they said she was too busy. So I didn't even get a chance to meet her that day. And again, they gave me the email. So that call you just heard was sort of me going back to square one, trying to get back in contact with the decision maker. Because she's a hard one to get to. But when I called back, she actually picked up. This is Alicia. How may I help you? Hey, Alicia. This is Daniel with Pest Control. Hi. Hey, it looks like I caught you at a bad time yesterday. Yeah, no. Um, I was off Monday, so Tuesday's been catch up, and we're dealing oh, with sure. um, a remediation issue. So. Okay. Um, well, so do you want to try for tomorrow at 10? Um, I won't be in the office tomorrow. Is there okay. any way you can just email me some of the information? Oh, there it goes again with the email. <laughs> I'd have to pass it on to my boss. And gotcha. Her look at uh, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, okay. this is our regional. Okay, let me tell you what just happened there. So she said she would have to pass it somewhere else. That immediately told me she may be an influencer, but she is not the decision maker. Any sort of meeting with her 
would probably end in her saying that she would have to pass it on anyway. That's what she just said. So what I did is I named the parent company. I did my research on this account. So she was a little surprised when I knew the parent company. I'd have to pass it on to my boss. And, gotcha. have and that's where I said the parent company. Uh, wait, what? Yeah. And now I'm just going to try to get a little more information so I can be ready when I try and get to the real decision maker. Yeah, uh, so if you could just tell me how many rooms you'll have. We have 268. 268 units? 298. 298, okay. All right, and um, let me see if I have your email. Let me get it from you. You may be wondering why I asked that, because clearly I have their email, because they sent me to it several times, but I have an info account. It's just a general mailbox for that account, and I don't even know who's checking that. So the reason I asked is to try and get her email. And the most important part is the syntax of that email and if it ends in at parentcompany.com. <laughs> Does that make sense? So basically my email, my work email, is firstname.lastname at companyname.com. But theirs might be first initial last name at company.com. And if it is, that's going to make it a lot easier for me to try and get in touch with the real decision maker if I have her first and last name. Yeah, um, it's at com. Okay. And there it is. She gave me her email. It's a different one than I've gotten before. It's her full name at parentcompany.com. That's going to make it really easy for me to guess the decision maker's email because I know the format. So now my goal on this call is to just get as much current account information as I can. That way I'll be more prepared to speak to the decision maker. And by the way, this decision maker is responsible for a lot of different places because she said it was her regional manager. So this is going to be one that I spend a lot of time on and try to get as much info as possible. Are y'all having uh, like any kind of issues or anything? Outstanding? No, I mean, we've used... We've used for quite a while and they're pretty receptive to if we have anything but I mean okay, we're going through renovations right now so we exactly. have a lot more test activity in general of but course. they've been really good about you know coming out and making sure that it's you know handled alright so I got some good information I got their current vendor and that they've been with them for a while and that they're happy with them that makes it tough but this is where it helps to really know your competition I know some really specific competitive advantages that I have over this company. And that's not to say I'm going to call and bash them. You should never do that. Never bash your competition. But you can ask certain questions against those competitive advantages to the decision maker. I'll explain that a little more in future episodes because that's kind of a big one. But here's an example. The company that they use is based about five states away. And they're really big in that state. And they're really good in that state. But they came to our state and opened one location. And it's not doing that great. I've looked at their reviews. And I've gotten a lot of customers from that company. That all say the same thing about their inconsistency and lack of communication. Now it sounds like they're doing a good job on this account. But what are some questions that I could ask the decision maker to maybe uncover some of that? Well an obvious one for me would be. Is it important for your vendor to have good reviews? Well, they're gonna say yes. And then I could say something like, well, compare that to your current vendor and tell me what you think. 
because we're really proud of our reviews. Notice I didn't make it about them and their poor reviews. I made it about us and our good ones. Let's get back to the call. You know, handle, but I mean, if you want to send me some information, I can absolutely look at it and yeah. pass it on to if y'all's pricing's comparable. Okay, will do. Well, I'll get started on something and have something to you. Okay, perfect. Sounds good. All right, thank you. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye. Of course, with the email again. <laughs> but that's okay. That's how they operate, and I get it. They're really busy, and that's what they do. They send people to email. But she also just gave me the first name of the real decision maker. It was a quick Google search of that decision maker's first name and that parent company, and I found the last name. And you know what that means? That means I have her email. Because she already gave me her parent company email. So I just have to copy that format and send the new decision maker an email. But you know what would be a good idea? Instead of just calling this decision maker, since I know that she has several properties, maybe it's a good idea to call her other properties. See who they use. See if they're happy. See what's going on. That way, when I call the big decision maker, I'll have a lot more information. Because I just said that that company they used wasn't consistent. So if they use them on all their properties, I can pretty much guarantee that at least one of them is going to have an issue. And that competitive advantage question I talked about, if one of them does have an issue, I can ask the new decision maker, hey, how important is consistency among your properties? Because we have systems and processes designed to keep consistency across your properties. And to me, this is the fun part about sales, where I do all the research and figure out what other properties they have, who they use, all that kind of stuff. I'm looking forward to building a case on this account. Should be fun. And hopefully you'll hear it on the next episode. Remember last episode, the meeting that I couldn't set? Yeah, so how about I, I call, or would you want me to come by maybe Wednesday afternoon? Is that better for you? Well, maybe, but I still have to look at my calendar. I mean, like I said, I mean, there's already so much going on around here. I can't be responsible for anything I'll say right now, okay? I'm just telling you the truth. Hey, I understand. So, I appreciate your honesty. Well, I'm going to let you go because I know you got a lot going on, and I'll contact you okay. next week, okay? Okay, very good. All right. Thank okay. You. All right, bye-bye. Well, it's next week. And here's my call to her. This is Janice. Hey, Janice. This is Daniel with Pest Control. Yeah. Hey, uh, I had a reminder to call you to set something up for either this afternoon or tomorrow. Okay. And and what time this afternoon? Really, any time that's, that's best for you. But uh, I guess after like 2.30? Okay, that probably work okay. okay. I mean, it's a busy day around here. How much time are we talking about? 10, 15 minutes. All right. And that's well, what to do tomorrow. Uh, there's never a good time. I'm okay. You. Okay. I mean, you should come today, and, and, you know, we have to hold it to 15 minutes, and, you know, three is probably fine. Okay. I'll, well, I'll keep it as brief as possible for you. Okay. All right. Very All good. Right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye. I did get the meeting, but I'm not particularly excited about this one. <laughs> Honestly, it's one of those practice accounts. I mentioned that before, where when I'm warming up for a cold call, I like to call an account that I don't necessarily want. It's not a target account, and it's okay if I mess up, and it's okay if I trip up my words and stuff. Well, that was one of these accounts. Really small, not the greatest reviews, 
and you can sort of see why. This is the manager that picks up every time, and she's a little scattered, so it makes me a little nervous to do their pest control service, because it's not one of these things where I sell something and walk away. This is something that our service team is involved with, hopefully for the long run, and I want to set them up for success too. This next call is one of my biggest accounts ever. It's taken a long time. In fact, we're going on five months. But some of these deals take that long. So I called, left a voicemail, just seeing if he had any updated questions for me. I just want to stay in touch and stay relevant. So he calls me back. Hello? Daniel? Yes. Hey, this is Ryan with Hey, sir. How are you? Fine. I haven't been in touch with you for a long time because things just are moving slow. Yes, sir. I understand how that goes. And there was a couple of meetings between the time you left the voicemail and now. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So uh, what what it looks like right off the top of my head right now is that we're not going to get it done this year. Oh, really? We, yeah, we may get to the point of making a contract before the end of the year. Sure. But, uh, but not putting it into effect until after January 1. But Right. So how can you see this as a sales opportunity? Well, they don't see the value in it enough to get it done. They've lost a sense of urgency. How can you build back what was lost? And how can you identify that it is a sense of urgency? Anytime someone puts something off, even for a week, it means that they lost a sense of urgency. And you need to work on building it back. And the biggest holdup right now is a, a major problem with the... Uh, the water main. Oh, uh, no. High-pressure water main. Yes, sir. And, and since we are a gated community, it's not the city's problem. <laughs> right, of uh, course. That affects a lot of people. Out. Yeah, so it, it uh, it's basically ours. And uh, at this point in time, we really don't know what we're going to do to fix it. Huh. He doesn't know what to do to fix it. Well... I have some contacts that may be able to help. And this is where I'm going to add value in myself, is by offering him someone that may know what to do to fix it. This is a strategic partner. I do have a really close, good contact at if you would like them to take a look at the water issue. I don't know if y'all even begun that project, but I do have a really good person at Here, why don't you give me his name and number and... Uh... You know, I'll see what I can do about it. Sure. So now I've built value in myself by giving him a contact that could help him. And it builds trust in me. And then if you think about the person that I just referred, this would be a huge job for him. And he would be more than willing to send one back to me that he runs into. Um, thank you. And he was appreciative of it. After one of the last meetings, we had a, a lawyer, one of our residents is a lawyer, and he wrote a bunch of questions. I, I think I know the answer to some of them, but okay. have you got a second? Let me go over them with you. Go ahead, sure. I'm going to skip this part for obvious reasons, but the main thing here is I want to answer as truthfully as possible. If there's something I don't really know the answer to, I'm going to let him know I'll get back to him because this is going to a lawyer who's obviously going to pick apart everything that I say, and it needs to be accurate. 
but I still want to build that value and the sense of urgency. I've done so many of these HOA contracts. And I used some of the questions that he asked to bring up some references. They're, they've been really happy with this. It's called Okay. Yes, sir. But sometimes that's not enough. I want to prove to him that I do know what I'm talking about. This was later in the conversation. In most bylaws, that's where the distinction is, is interior and exterior. You're right. Okay, I hadn't thought about that. But at the end of the conversation, we circle back to the real issue. It definitely seems like there won't be enough money to, uh, to fund the, the termite That's right, for the termite, right. Well, I, I definitely understand the priorities. I do understand the priorities. But this is a priority, too. And it's time to build that urgency. So many things going on right now. Yeah, I understand. And in, in your position, that's, you know, termites not the very first thing people think of. It's, what I would hate to happen is just for some sort of termite infestation to come, and that be a whole other <laughs> thing for y'all to yeah. have to deal with. That, you know, you're right about that. Okay, well, I'm glad to, that you called, and I'm sorry I had taken so long to call back. But Oh, it's okay. Know, uh, I know how those things go. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I, I don't. This is a one-and-only time for me. Hopefully it's the last time, right? You don't have to keep dealing with this kind of stuff and emergencies and all that. Yeah. So. Okay. Yes, well, sir. It was a pleasure talking to you, and uh, yeah. we'll speak soon. Thanks a lot. Yes, sir. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. I think that went really well. He got a lot of value out of that conversation. I answered a lot of questions. And I'm going to keep up with them. I'm going to follow up in a few weeks. Tweet me at Cold Call Hero. Find me on Facebook at Lumen Hill or Cold Call Hero. Or you can email me at coldcallhero at gmail.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn. Just search my name. I've had some people not too sure if it was appropriate to do that. Well, it is. Go ahead. Let's connect. But that's it for episode 12. If you have any tips, suggestions, advice, things you want me to say or try, let me know. Please rate and share this because that's how I'll get new listeners. This is a one-man show from the creation of the music to the production. So your support means everything. Mm-hmm.